Jim Cren, No Restrictions, with John Vento, Jim Patolsky, and we have a special uh, show for you today. If you're into movies, this is your show. The Academy Awards are upon us March 10th, just coming around the corner there, and yeah, the nomination just came out, and we got my buddy Will Ashton as a special guest on the show, and Will's been on my podcast before, and other podcasts, and, and he is one of the most knowledgeable people in movies that I have ever ever witnessed, and he's a wonderful journalist also, just a writer, just in general, not just about movies, but just a really talented uh, writer, uh, and he's been published in, you know, Post-Gazette Trip and all that stuff, all the major publications uh, you can get published in this area and national publications. He has a podcast also. We'll talk to him about that. And uh, uh, Jim Patulski uh, even put some paperwork and put the nominations Jim, on. Jim's, Thanks, Jim. Jim's really an organized Jim, he got guy. got it all down for us. He's got the nominations here for the Academy. Because, you know, it's not like we have them off the top of our head. No. But between <laughs> Jim and Will, <laughs> yeah, but, between Jim and Will, <clears throat> I think we're stepping it up big time here today, Jim. Absolutely. Will came out, too, to the studio. Yeah. Will Ashton. Handsome, hey. Guy. Will Ashton. How you doing, man? <clears throat> Journalist. Podcaster, movie expert. Movie expert? Wow. I like that. Put that in your card. Okay, movie expert. Yeah, it's a little flattering, I mean, but uh, yeah, I, like I appreciate that. it. It's very sweet. Journalist, podcaster, movie expert. Wow. All three should be on. And be sharp dresser. We're going to uh, get a photo today <laughs> yes. and post it. <laughs> yeah. Good looking dude. Oh, man. John's working on his hair. That's why he wants wow. to yeah. yeah, you Your hair is poofing nice. You like it? Yeah, it's I've got a nice, more it's got conditioner. Some you got lift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for an old guy, not bad. It's real, too, Jim. I, I mean, you can real. touch it later if you no, want. No, I know it's no, real. Okay, it's all there. No. You, you do okay too. I, you know what? I got a good hair deal. Yeah. We can't. I can't. There's things. You know, everybody gets different things. Yeah. I got a decent hair deal. Well, <laughs> I my, still have it. My cousin God. Phil Vento likes to say he's a fine bass player. Yeah. And he says in our family, I have all the hair, and he has all the talents. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I don't like it. That's kind of funny. That's what he says. If you're, I'm a little. Uh, <clears throat> got a little. You know, chest cold or whatever. So oh, forgive okay. me, everyone, if you hear me, you know, eh, clear my throat or whatever. It's weird, man. If you have a chest cold Oof. and you're in line in the supermarket, oh, you, oh yeah, you you don't get this. It's like getting a scarlet letter put on you, man. Yeah, yeah. like get him, get him out of here now. Throw him in the pit. <laughs> But the others. Yeah. yeah. Like the nowadays, least. it's more socially acceptable to fart in front of somebody than yeah. the cough. Ah, than a cough. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. Funny. Right. I can't catch none from a fart. <laughs> no, that's funny. Because everyone farts, but if, you know, if you cough, oh, what do you got? Oh, yeah. This, this is, is like so true. Going to yeah. the pit. This is so, so Rot in hell for <laughs> coughing. That's so, so true. Let's, I'm going to plug some things up before we get moving here. Uh, I'm getting the movies here. But I have a, a show at Indiana, the Indiana Theater which is kind of cool, in Indiana, PA, where I went to college, IUP, February 17th, February 17th, 8 o'clock. Have you been there before? First time performing at this yeah, uh, They've theater. done a nice job out there. I haven't been up back up to IUP in about eight years. Wow. Yeah, it was nice. They gave me an award about eight years ago, which is cool because it was some kind of outstanding alumni award, which was a great honor. It was a great university. Uh, been there over 100 years, but I, and I somehow graduated. Miracle that I graduated. But... Uh, I remember thinking, I, I did graduate, that's for sure, but I'm thinking, did they even check my grades? Because <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing up here? But anyway, I well, guess the I was theater, there for my social you know, side It's completely volunteer. Mm -hmm. They brought this thing back to life. It was a church 
for these many years. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, church services. Right. Uh, and they're working real hard to try to revitalize it. And uh, Right on Philly it, Street. Oh, it's we did a gig there last fall. It was fantastic. We brought awesome. the Needs Hotel band up there. I can't. February. Uh, yeah, coming up. February, February 17th, 17th. Get your tickets. Come on out and check out uh, the show. Actually, uh, I'm in two movies coming out this year. Um, Unsinkable and The Great One, both by uh, director uh, Cody Hartman. And Cody Hartman and Brian Hartman did Unsinkable, and I'm lucky enough to have a, a role in there. No, not speaking, lines cut, but still. You're I, there. I actually am in like 40% of the movie because I get to sit next to Cotter Smith, oh, <laughs> the lead. Wow. So, so the camera keeps coming in <laughs> on me. So He's brilliant. <laughs> he is amazing. He's amazing. And the funny thing was, I was we were you know, filming day after day for 10 hours, and, and I'm that lawyer his he's a senator and I'm a lawyer I'm sitting next to him my face expressions is there there's no category in academy awards for face expressions no there's mm-hmm. not but there should be i might get a shot but anyway yeah. it's all i got is face expressions in this one. but anyway uh i'll go over there my expressions later for you <laughs> okay but uh, but i'm watching him do take after take i'm like man who is this guy he's amazing i didn't know who he was till after we're talking here he's, oh, he's in every league. he's in every show I love. He's in every show. Yeah. He's in the Americans for like six or eight episodes. He yeah. plays like the head of the FBI or something. He's played in every X Men. I don't know his name. He's been in every movie. Well, he's an adopted Pittsburgher now. Doesn't he live in Regent Square? I believe. I know so. he did. I for believe years. so. He's got the coolest life though, man. We were at the, at the premiere for the uh, Three Rivers uh, Arts uh, Film Festival. Had it as the opening. Uh, film and I was there and, and you know it's like hey Jimmy what, what are you up to this weekend I don't know I'm going down Oakmont Bakery get some baked goods Saturday <laughs> maybe I'm going to strip Sunday maybe and he's like and Cotter what are you doing well I have my actors workshop in London I'm taking <laughs> off for yeah I'm like damn it that'd be so cool yeah I'd love to say that he's really respected I'd love to say I'm yeah. going to my actors workshop in McKeesport I'll yeah. be out there a weekend but i didn't see that but anyway so the great one i have about 10 lines 12 lines in it mm. it was uh written by a, a great guy russ babine who passed away wonderful friend mm. great yeah his film was his passion and it's going to see the light of day because of unsinkable being getting noticed in this movie the great one is a very warm wonderful film about clemente about two oh, kids who follow it. clemente oh, wow. Through his life, and it's wonderful. It, Russ, this was his baby. He, like I say, yeah. unfortunately, untimely passed away. He's one of the nicest human beings you can meet. So I'm so happy for his family that this movie is going to be made. It was finished. They actually okay. got the editing, and it's all it's coming out in post production now. So that's going to come out. So we got two movies. When coming do you out. think we'll, we'll see the Clemente one? Hopefully in the fall, maybe okay. late summer. No, is it similar to Chasing Three Thousand? Because that no, one uh, no. that didn't do no, much. No, no, this me. is nothing to do with it. Uh, okay. And I think Major League Baseball. Do you see that one? Chasing three thousand. I can't say I have. Is that? Yeah. Oh no, this isn't really. This isn't about the baseball aspect. This is about two kids grew up in Pittsburgh, and people forget when you in that era. You know, the Steelers weren't yet the Steelers yeah. in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, until the seventies, and all we had was the Pirates. That's right, and we had and great we would, players. Yes. Now you have Mazeroski hits the home run and. You know, the city, this is our, like, yeah. we're having tough times. It's like the Steelers pulled us through from the 70s. The Pirates were there, and, and mm-hmm. you know, for our morale and boost. And, and then here comes this this player, Roberto Clemente, mm-hmm. this guy who can do it all. I mean, he was, 
amazing. Yeah. If yeah. you could, it's hard to imagine. He's power can hit for power, speed. He was just, you know, he was the Patrick Mahomes of baseball for if you're young. <laughs> yeah, he sure was in those days. And so anyway, these two kids in Pittsburgh, uh, they grew up as best close friends, and and a guy and a girl, a little girl, and they're little. <clears throat> and um, so the movie's about them growing up in their bond connection mm-hmm. with Clementa. I don't I want to give too much to away, yeah. but you have to see it. But it really is good, man. It's, it's well done. Nice. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. And uh, what's your, are you allowed to say like what your role is in that one? Or? Yeah, I play Uncle Frank. Okay, cool. He's like an yeah. alcoholic. That'll be your new oh, nickname. Okay. Uh, typecasting. Okay, cool. I was going to yeah. Typecasting. Yeah. <laughs> what was your uh, preparation for that role? <laughs> oh, I had to go, well, at the time, Needs Bar was open, so I did a lot of Needs Bar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's official. Needs has been sold. I know. Yeah. Isn't good? Good news for Jim. Yeah, it is. It is good news. Traditionally, one of the great bars in the history of it, Pittsburgh. It really is. And, uh, you know, Jim Need, the nicest human being we know. Yep. As we all, we talk about him a lot. And, uh, oh, before we get moving... Uh, with the with the, the show and Academy Awards, I wanted to thank everyone for listening to the show. Uh, you know, through the years, you've made, you've made my career out there. You know, if you're listening, you made my career. You want to be supported me my entire career, and uh, I've had some many great co-hosts and people on the show and guests. And uh, you know, real honored that uh, became part of the show, part of my life. And that John is lucky, and I'm lucky enough to have John now and and Jim, and and we want to make Will regular on the show. Uh, <clears throat> so it's kind of cool, but I just want to give a shout out to the people listening. And John mentioned there's someone he knows that listens to this show. And I just want yeah. to give her a shout out and thank her. Can we do that? Yeah, please. That's my girl, Shelly, at Huntington Bank of Monroeville. There you go. She's a huge fan of yours, Jim. That's, that's She awesome. just celebrated her 50th birthday, which she's a bit upset about. Oh, and I told her awesome. to make her feel better about this 50 number 50 is the new 30 that Come Jim on. Crenn and I are going to take her to lunch absolutely so we're going to set that up okay so big shout out to uh Shelly Shelly Huntington Bank of all the way. and also uh anytime you want Shell, you could come hang out and watch us and come yeah, on the podcast come to the us. podcast that'd be cool you can join in if you want even wow. yep yeah. she, she's dynamite <laughs> she's a great person a great mom a great wife uh has a beautiful family so happy birthday Shell. yep all right, can't wait. They came up for lunch. Looking forward. Will Ashton here? They like said, "What?" Well, like I said, I've known Will, been watching him grow and just come really. Uh, I think he's very talented. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's guy gets it. This is you know, you want to do this business. There's you have to do a little of everything, you know, really to make a living at it. Mm. And he's he's doing that. He's growing in different things from podcasting to writing, you know, and and. and PR, all the different aspects starting to get into and figure this out. Uh, and now we, we're lucky to have him as a regular. Like I said, I want to bring him on as a regular for our movies and entertainment expert. And of course, Academy Awards, man. This is the big yeah, it's it, 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 nominations. March 10th is the, is the awards around the corner and everyone listening. Our movie buffs, I'm sure, in a way, like like all of us, we can't help but be movie buffs now because we have streaming. We have all these quality movies just yeah, right yeah. at our fingertips yeah, now where we didn't amazing. before. Yeah. So you have people who weren't movie buffs are becoming movie yeah, buffs, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, absolutely. In, in, in TV series are better and better, the writing. Mm. So anyway, this year's Academy Awards, uh, some interesting uh, nominations. Pick. We'll, we'll start, we'll go through the, the meat ones. We'll go to the, you know, not, the main ones. We'll do, okay. We won't yeah. go into the, the original makeup and hairstyling, although... <laughs> Mm. We would have wondering who's going to win that, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right, let's, get, let's start with that. Uh, Will, uh, 
welcome to the show. First off, oh, thank let's, you. let's start with uh, how about actor in a leading role? All right, that's the way they started. Now nominees: uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, Maestro. What, wow. What's your vibe on that? It's good. Yeah, I mean, I uh, was actually talking about with uh, producer Jim, the guy across from me over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really just a good showcase for Bradley Cooper because he um, directed the movie as well, and it's like a passion project of his. He's been trying to get it off the ground, I think, for like seven years now, and he like went through all this intensive training mm-hmm. with composers and all this stuff. And uh, I will say, I mean, it's not my absolute favorite performance of his just because I think he's been doing some uh, really stellar work. He did the uh, Star is Born remake a few years ago. He directed that and wrote it as well, uh, in addition to starring it. Um, I think this is really, I think, a great showcase for him as a director. Uh, his uh, capability to... Because this is not a traditional um, music biopic. It's a little bit more uh, segmented. It's fragmented in its structure. And his uh, style, it kind of goes from black and white to in color. It's all shot on film. It's kind of in the 4-3 boxed frame. Mm-hmm. And his just awareness of, uh, like I said, blocking and framing and using the performances and telling the story in a way that you get the scope of it, but don't hear all the details. And it's not like a Wikipedia page where it's just like, mm-hmm. and then this happened and this happened and this happened. Right. Uh, it's really, you know, he's really coming into his own, I think as a filmmaker and as an actor. And, and uh, even though I don't think I'd pick him for this award, I think he's going to win sooner as opposed to later. Do, do you think these guys like Bradley Cooper, it's almost like they should have been nominated before for certain movies. Like for instance, when he, I'm, he did a movie, uh, there's an American hero. There's, there's, American sniper. Yeah. Yeah. American sniper. This yeah. guy was amazing guy. Oh, he's great. Book, yeah, book yeah. on this guy, Chris Kyle, and, and I believe his name. Um, yep. but my point is Bradley. Co- I didn't know it was him. The first third of the movie mm-hmm. I'm watching one guy looks familiar. Cause he had beefed up, you know, and had yeah, an yeah. accent and holding in like a, a bit of a Texas draw. Mm, yep. And I'm like, <clears throat> my God, how do you not get nominated even? Yeah. And I was thinking about it. When you're in a movie like The Hangover mm-hmm. and you make a billion dollars and 90 sequels in comedy, yeah. mm-hmm. you kind of get labeled a little bit. And I think from the votes, and it seems mm-hmm. that way anyway. Now, after A Star is Born, I think he kind of likes, I mean, I think American Sniper also. Mm-hmm. They well, had to give he, uh, props for that. Silver Lining. Yes, yeah. Silver so, Lining's playbook This also. guy can play anything. Yeah, he's a... He can be anybody. But he didn't get... I don't think he's got his due, really, well, yeah, until now. Because I think he's... Stars born. Yeah, that. I think he's now been nominated like eight or nine times. And right. he's a, a pretty amazing career trajectory because, like you said, like he kind of started off like doing more kind of technical like smaller roles in like alias and yeah. like you can like watch there's like a inside the actor studio with sean penn where he's like in the audience asking a question <laughs> like real small potato kind of stuff and then he did yeah like i said the hangover before that he was in like wedding mm-hmm. crashers and um uh like a few other like supporting roles and then he just can't excel because he kept being like oh now he's gonna try to do something serious with silver lines playbook mm-hmm. and he does well with that <laughs> then he does yep. american sniper and it's like can he pull off of a purely dramatic role he does and then now it's like oh can he direct and he does, and now he's like, yeah, just keeps improving and and improving himself. And you, you yeah. think the Academy Awards were like a body of work because it's kind of like yeah, there is a maestro. Is sure. this his best role? Uh, like, I don't think this is his best role, but I think, like I said, I think he's on his way. He's gonna get it. I mean, sometimes I wonder, like, there's always like, you know, like when Al Pacino finally won for like Sentful Woman. It's like, is that his best performance? No, yeah. but it's like, right? Because he's you know was nominated like all it's these a body times. Work. Did, right? Yeah. So. It might happen that way. I don't know, but he'll win eventually. I don't Wait, think that's it's Pacino's first. That was the Sent- only time he's won an Oscar. Is Sentinel Woman? Yeah. You're something? kidding. Yeah, yeah. first and only. Yeah, first How and only. That? Yeah, I know. That well, is shocking to me. Yeah, yeah. 
actors of all time. But yeah, like not The Godfather, not uh, Serpico, not anything else. It's just that one. Yeah. It's it for that. Wow. Yeah. Huh? How about yeah, it's, it's, you know what? It's Ho-ha. politics. Ho-ha. Yeah. Ho-ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I got my war and yeah. started it every day. <laughs> uh, now, the, I don't know. A lot of the movies, some of the movies I, I did see, I'm not an aficionado. Okay. And if it doesn't have Jason Statham in it, I don't watch it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I do want to see, uh, did you see The Beekeeper yet? I just saw it and I like it a lot. It's walking around. I want to be. I think I'm gonna shave my head, except I look the like beekeeper. Curly. I look like Curly from the Three Stooges. <laughs> uh, well, yes, Jason Statham. He's oh, a, he's a beekeeper. There always are. Yeah. They're always like something. You know, he could take his shirt off and beat up ten guys. Sure, yeah. And they go, "Who are you? Uh-huh. I'm the beekeeper." Like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have a job like that, right? Um, you know, I still need to see that one. I heard it's a lot of fun. Like, I just saw it. It's a it good, is so it's well good. worth every penny. Oh yeah, I've heard it's fun. Yeah, if you're ready to vent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a revenge one. A yeah, I, I always love vigilante stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, he's like a watchdog kind of thing. Is this streaming? Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, I feel no, so no, incompetent I, at this podcast. Was it streaming or is it on demand? I can't remember. I think, uh, I think I is it on it. demand? I think I, I rented it. Okay. Yeah. I rented it. I'm, yeah. I'm not up on this stuff. I apologize. No, it's okay. No, okay. you're good. That's what we're here for. I did see Maestro. Which no, if you're not okay, up, yeah, that's, that's a good we're one. Here, yeah. We're here. That's what we're Thank you for your support. She's got her own thing. Okay. Well, you know what's weird for me is. Movies to rent when they first come out from the theater, like 1999. And I remember that first time seeing that, like a couple years ago, I was like, what yeah. is this? But we're kind of, then all of a sudden, what happens? We get adjusted to it and like, all right, well, and you start thinking, well, if I go to the movies, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. my girlfriend's going to find It's, it's well more, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. than that. Yeah, it's more than So you need popcorns. So I don't know. You start reasoning it away. Sure, yeah. And you end up doing it. But anyway. Beekeeper, definitely. All right, back to the sorry. Back to the Oscar movies. Uh, <laughs> acting the lead role. Uh, Col- if I say it wrong, this guy is. is oh, Coleman, Coleman Domingo. Coleman Domingo and Rustin. Is that yeah? That was a uh, film here. Uh, it yeah, it was a Pittsburgh production. Um, it's a yeah another biopic. Uh, it's a um, civil rights activist from the '60s uh, who worked with uh, Martin Luther King. It's a Netflix film. Um, I wasn't hmm. crazy about the. F- it's a little stilted the production of it unfortunately and what it, do you mean stilted what's happening like, like it, it feels dry? a little yeah it's a little uh especially compared to something like Meister, it's a little bit more um like it, it doesn't it feels a little like tv movie like it doesn't have oh. like the cinematic uh depth zest but he's good i mean coleman domingo is always he's someone who has you know kind of someone like bradley cooper years before like he's been proving his uh, he's been you know making a great impression body of work yeah he's doing really well and this is uh I'm just happy he got nominated because he's been doing a lot of really great work. He has a really, really fun performance in this movie called uh, Zola from a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just he's a very charismatic, very fun actor. This is maybe the one performance his I felt was very much like I was watching performance in a way that his other performances feel more like natural and ingrained mm-hmm. to it, which might be why he got <laughs> like this. It's a little I'm bit sure. more of a showcase for him, but it is like it doesn't feel like his best work, but hmm. he's good. And, I, you know, I'm always just happy to see um you know, Pittsburgh in movies. So I, I love when a Pittsburgh movie too, because I love going to theaters and because you hear someone in the background, you know, versus any yeah, kind yeah. of car scene, <laughs> yeah. you can't make a left in Armstrong Tunnel and then up on Penn Avenue. You yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. It. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. I got to hear that constantly. But anyway, I love it. Uh, Paul Giamatti and the holdovers. I love That's, Giamatti. I haven't, you know, you see him, he's you know, yeah, billionaires yeah. and different things here yeah. and there, but this is, this is oh, his role, that's, huh? That's my yeah, game. yeah. Holdovers. This is, uh, I mean, if, I saw the holdover. I love him. Yeah. I think he's one of the most gifted 
actors mm. that we've had. I didn't see the, the holdovers yet. So you, you love it. It's good. Yeah. It's really yeah. I you like Will. I really liked in. I mean, I, I don't want to uh, play my hand too early because I do really like the performance that we'll talk about after this. But okay. Paul Giamatti is probably my pick, and he might win. Really? It's, it's between like this one and the next one. I Has think. he won before? No, this will be no. his first. He's only been nominated one other time, which was for was Cinderella Water? Man. Oh, was it Cinderella Man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't. Okay. It's people often think he was justifiably think he was nominated for Sideways, but he was snubbed. So. He was uh, amazing inside. He's great in Sideways. Yeah, he's always great. I mean, I no, fell in love with him, yeah, with John yeah. Adams. Oh yeah, I still need to watch. It. I heard he's really, really good. Oh, at yeah. oh, I will not drink the Merlot. I will not <laughs> drink the Merlot. <laughs> um, but no, he's so. It's such a um, not only a great physical performance, but just he really captures the warmth and the and uh, the emotionality of this uh, character really well. And it's it's kind of similar to uh, the characters of the film in that like. It's a movie that, as you're watching it, mm-hmm. only gets better as it goes along. Like it gets better as you get to be more endeared with the characters. That's a great way to put it. So yeah. it starts slow in a way because it, it gets does the yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of have to. to yeah, you kind of have to like endear mm-hmm. to them, and you have to kind of like uh, nestle up some. And the um, lead act, the the second lead actor, Dominic Sess, I believe his name is. He's a CMU alum. Or actually, oh, I don't cool. think he graduated really? yet. Yeah, so a real Pittsburgh. Kind yeah, yeah, he's a real you Pittsburgh. Enjoy it, Jimmy. Yeah, it's a really. It's, I think it's good. It's, it's really I mean, up your alley, I think. You'll like yeah, it. Yeah, I love Giamatti. And the next uh, movie I did see, this guy, and I, I say his name wrong. Was, how's this for a Cillian? Oh, Cillian Murphy? Cillian, yeah. Cillian Murphy uh, is in Oppenheimer. And oh, have you seen it? Yeah. Jim it's and phenomenal. I went to see it. It's amazing. You yeah, saw Jimmy Sultan? It's an incredible film. It's, it really is. You know, I'm history buff and you know, all that in mm-hmm. World War II. It's just fascinating to watch what this yeah. guy had to go through. It's phenomenal. And the actor really brought us mm-hmm. with him in that that inner he had that inner fight going on constantly yeah, that inner burn that actor has right well yeah I was gonna say I mean this is of the five nominated performances probably the most uh, intuitive I guess it's the one that's like you have to like like there's so much going on but it's restrained in a really good way like you mm-hmm. it's like a ticking clock is always going on in his brain and you just have to like you see the wires going but it's not like as grandiose as some of the other. Uh, films that typically get or t- uh, performances that typically nominated and uh, yeah, it's just yeah. a really. I mean, he carries the movie and uh, is he your pick, Will? I so it's between him and Paul Giamatti for me. I'm I'm leaning towards Paul Giamatti just because I uh, I just really love the holdovers as well, and I think you know, like you said, yeah. it's just, it, I think it's his due, and I think Cillian Murphy still has you know. I mean, I think Paul Giamatti has great stuff coming up as well, but I think Cillian Murphy. Uh, will only continue to excel, and I think he's going to open a lot of really great opportunities for him. He's an interesting uh, look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything about it. Um, but yeah, it's just such a, a controlled and uh, nuanced performance that I think really shines. And I always like it when the Academy gives its due to performances like that because I always mm-hmm. feel like the more melodramatic performances sometimes get more kind of nami because like the more you act, the more I know you're giving a performance. Right. And this is uh, yeah. it's just it's a great subtle. performance. But, but, but the yeah. interesting thing is. Uh, Oppenheimer, I think surprisingly made a lot of money. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Is that like, yeah, it's a movie, long movie, but it was great. I mean, a lot of money. Yeah, right? three-hour yeah. movie about uh, the guy uh, who made the uh, atomic bomb. Yeah. Uh, and and half of it's like a courtroom drama. It made nearly a billion dollars, and that's amazing. I mean, it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be like you know Avatar. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Like Oppenheimer yeah. is yeah. kind of cool. Very interesting. Now the last guy in this uh, category. Actor in a leading role, best actors, uh, uh, Jeff Jeffrey Wright. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen American Fiction. What's your, what's your play on that? Uh, American Fiction is a film that they're like it's like two movies at once. It's a 
like a social satire and a uh, family drama. Okay. And I went into it for the so uh, yeah the social satire because I feel like it has a really fun premise, which is basically like, um, what if uh, a guy who uh, is kind of fed up with the publishing industry and the ways that um, African American writers get marginalized, mm-hmm. what if he like leaned into it as a joke and they actually turn it into a best selling novel? Okay. Um, but like the satire of it, it's from a book from the early two thousands. It felt a little outdated to me because i think some of the satire just like there's no like awareness of like social media presence there's like one clear example of like how i think the and i can't give away because of spoilers but like Mm -hmm. there's um an example of how like the satire i feel like there's a more biting film that constantly kind of shows its teeth but never gets the bite you know it's just like yeah yeah. um but jeffrey wright really carries it and he's just always amazing like he's he gives uh a really great performance in this and it's just nice to see him in a leading role because i often feel like he's often more like you know like in the batman he's like uh commissioner gordon or right, like you right. know, or like Side westworld or whatever he's like kind of more uh supporting but he's always doing great work and it's just nice to see him get a showcase and finally get nominated get his doing it it says yeah. five uh interesting uh nominees and in, uh so it looks like giamatti and cillian murphy they're probably i guess they're the are they the odds favorites, I guess, to win it? Or does yeah, Bradley Cooper have a shot? I guess yeah, he's a chance, he said earlier. Yeah, I mean, I think of the nominees, it's probably... Initially, it was between between uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, Silly Murphy, and now P- Paul Giamatti is kind of Made etching move. his way in there. So, yeah, it's looking like, at the moment, Giamatti, but it's still a month away, so anything, you know, could anything change. Can happen. Yeah, well, yeah. let's go to uh, the uh, best actress, which... Uh, is 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 it Meryl Streep? Amazingly, this time <laughs> for one for one year off, she gets. It'll be next yeah, year. There you so, go. Uh, so uh, this, I happen to see this movie, uh, John. It's a, it's a, about a distance swimmer, mm-hmm. and uh, it took me again, like the Bradley Cooper movie, American Sniper, a third of the movie to figure out. You know, so I wasn't. I just kind of was just watch, turned it mm-hmm. on. I was watching. It, so it looked interesting. I yeah. And I'm who, and I go, wait, these women are very familiar. Like, yeah, yeah. And the first one, uh, actress, in the, a, a, Annette Benning mm-hmm. for Nyad. And this was a woman named Nyad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't remember her first name. Diane. Diane uh, Nyad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she had the uh, goal, I guess. You explain well, what would it be? Yeah. Um, she has like a 30 plus year ambition of swimming from. Um, I think Cuba to Florida, if I remember correctly, or maybe I, I, I may be misremembering that. I apologize, Something but that, whatever. It was, yeah, it but it's like, like this yeah, incredible like, long yeah, distance journey before. and she's like early sixties and like everyone's kind of dismissive and believes that she can't do it. It's a true, well, uh, it's been negated as far as whether it's true or not. Cause I don't know if you've read, there's been some controversy about, uh, how truthful the story is. Oh, I was at, uh, this uh, a, a party. Uh, mm. I was honored at this party with these other people for, for this, uh, something, and uh, one of the people there was a, a swimmer, like okay. like like her that has done, yeah, yeah. you know, English yeah, yeah. Channel things like that. Okay, and uh, he said, he said no. He said Jim. So he talked about the movie because this has really set our sport back. Because yeah, this that's is what not, I've heard. This a lot of this doesn't add up, and and there's certain things that I guess he said that she did that you you know had certain instru- instrumentation mm-hmm. I guess to because you you can get bitten by or hit by mm-hmm. these these uh, jellyfish or something yeah, so yeah. certain okay. kind of gel not regular but like 
painful mm-hmm. and, and repeatedly as you're swimming through them. And so she had to get some kind of like mask, face mask, face, yeah, yeah. right? And then he said, that kind of doesn't count. And oh, I guess okay. he's saying things they were, there's all, some controversy. Uh, yeah, there's like some embellishments in at least her story. And like, because it's based on her book, it's like one of those things where the truthfulness of the film, and obviously, you know, anytime a story, right. a movie's based what, on. What a, time frame are we talking about? What, so what years? This takes place in 2013. Yeah, not long. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. No, yeah. No, so w- wouldn't we have huh. documentation if well, she did it or not? Or? The, the, yeah. Well, it's it's no. how she did it, is that Yeah, I mean, there was some... Because there's a big article I, I will reference, uh, DeFactor, I think it had, like, a whole breakdown of, like, talking to, like... There's a, some guy out there who's, like, made it his life mission to, like, disprove Nyad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, people, wow. People yeah. are really in the, I'm telling uh, you, you should have seen the passion in this guy's yeah, yeah. face. I was talking to him. Right, he was yeah, really yeah. upset. Um... But yeah, wow. apparently there's been some arguments about like, because they, they always have like a boat that trails a swimmer and like a case like they need like food or sure. water mm-hmm. or whatever. But apparently there's been some negation about like how much he did on her own, how much she like held on to the boat and like okay. they did I some. And like, because there were some people who were saying that like the speed in which she did it as opposed to the current was right. like too fast for someone who was just swimming on their own. And so there's just been, and that's why I think she's had a hard time, the actual Diana had a hard time um, authenticating for right. like reports, like you. the story. But how long did the movie say it took her? Like five days, six uh, days? I can't remember exactly. It was like yeah, it was like painful. a week or so. Yeah, so it was, week, yeah it she's was a, in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she, she, she's man, she's swimming, man. She's you got a boat next to you, and you got someone coaching you, mm-hmm. and which is uh, Jodie Foster plays okay. the coach and she's actually nominated for support. So wait, action. she's so not allowed to get out and just rest in the boat for a little while? No, no, no. You got to stay in the water you the whole eat time. The water. They got to, the, the coach kind of puts food in your mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Oh you know? my goodness. You have like a for funnel. a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where does she sleep in the water? And, well, she doesn't really sleep. She yeah. You keep, don't really sleep. You just, you just keep just, swimming. Yeah. It, It'd be like oh, if we went across wow. the Allegheny River, John. You'd have to I feed wouldn't me. be able to yeah. cross the Allegheny River. No, uh, I would be the swimmer. You'd be in the boat. I'd be, yeah. You'd feed me. I'd be in the boat. You'd feed have to yeah. feed me sandwiches. <laughs> wow. No, I'll feed you yinzer dogs. No, yeah, 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 it's or, get, yinzer dogs, exactly. Or the pierogi yeah, nuggets. Pierogi bites. Funnel you some like permani sandwiches. Just, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh, but so, yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, no, whether, you like the movie? Did yeah, you like whether it? Whether she did okay. it or not, yeah. officially, it's a pretty amazing thing she did i think i don't know yeah Anybody i mean who sets a goal and it's painful and it's an interesting mind you do it yeah i think it's an interesting story kind of reminds me uh like a few years ago they made they finally made an adaptation of a million little pieces that like controversial um story that like was on the oprah bestseller list right. and like it was found out to be at least partially fabricated and there was a whole controversy around it and they made like a straight adaptation of the film yeah and it was like well why don't you just make a story about like the like the controversy around the, f- the story? Like do like a half adaptation, half like explore that. Cause that's the more like interesting thing. Right. And I kind of felt like while I was watching this and knowing like all the uh, um, negated or uh, controversy. St- controversy around it, it kind of felt like the film didn't really explore as much. I feel like the interesting angles of Nyad, which is that she's this fairly complicated woman that like you know like you said in the swimming community, there's like right. all this controversy. And, like, even in this, like, pretty well, like, puffed up story, like, the movie even seems to acknowledge, like, yeah, she's, like, kind of a narcissist and, like, she's not really great to her friends and, like, she kind of puts herself first and all this stuff. Right. And, they, she wasn't really like Right. So I think that, I don't, I don't know. know. 
Yeah. I, I feel like I like Annette Benning. She's like Oh, she's good. Amazing. I mean, she's cool. she's yeah, she's good. Oh, she's yeah. Bad. yeah. The character she's is yeah. kind of like uh, you know, like little <laughs> set puts Where did you see first. is it at the theater or is yeah, it I streaming? I saw I saw it at home again. Yeah. They're on demand or streaming. I Whoa. get most of my uh, on demand streaming, yeah. And I will say I mean to the film's benefit like they do show like a lot like we were talking about like the complexities of having to do this. Like you see like the struggles and her mm-hmm. like failed attempts and stuff. And it's made by I forget the filmmaker's name, but they made the documentary Free Solo a few years ago. And you like see like a mix of like documentary and actual like uh, like the actual footage and like dramatized footage. And it's like you, you really kind of feel the the intensity of a, a goal like this one. Right. I like right. when they integrate real footage. Sure. Now, the, the, the next uh, best actress, uh, I, I maybe you could bring me back in on this movie, but you know, I'm watching on the, you know, the trailer mm-hmm. on demand and I'm like. Or streaming is being that smart Scorsese, who I love Scorsese, but uh, you know, I just I don't know, I just I just couldn't, I couldn't get in on this. I'm not not sure if I can. I guess I'll I'll try it if Will can sell me on Lily Gladstone, mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. It just seems so sad and so dark. It's yeah, it it's heavy. a dark story and it's a long yeah. film. It's like we watched it three and a half yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. What do you think of it? Uh. You know, Jim and I talked about it afterwards. Um, I thought it was way too long. It didn't need to be that long. Sad and dark. It was real sad. And, <laughs> That's and, what uh, I like. <laughs> I thought it was very well done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Leonardo's the best of the best mm-hmm. in my oh, opinion. Oh, great actors, yeah. And it was nice to see uh, De Niro play maybe somebody a little different. Sure. Because he always plays the same guy. Plays the same gangster. Right? Yeah. And it's uh, the two Scorsese... Uh, Heavyweights acting together, you know, De Niro yeah. and uh, DiCaprio. Yeah, I thought it was John really Earl. well done. I thought the story was great. I thought the the, the texture of the scenery mm-hmm. was captured beautifully, and I enjoyed it. It was a little long, but I thought it you was really, it? really. I did. I liked yeah, it a lot. It's not enough for me. I'm still. Yeah. Jason yeah. Statham, Beach, uh, <laughs> on the Beach um, of Honey. I well, you that. liked the. Uh, I was gonna say you like the Irishman, right? This, the I film? love the yeah. Irishman. Oh, I've, I've seen the Irishman it. many it's, times. I was gonna say it's in a similar vein to the Irishman in the sense really? that, like, I feel like Scorsese now that he's you know uh, an octogarian, he's like in his eighties, and he's you know I think a lot more thoughtful about like what he's doing. Not that he wasn't before, but right. like before, like there was like a very like Goodfellas was kind of the standards. Like this is what a Scorsese film. It's you know fast edits and like music cues and like all these things and like little violence little yeah this, little that, you know? and the irishman and killers of flowerman for me feel like the extension of that type of film it's that it's a little more yeah. drawn out and you see more of the weighted consequences of this decision because in this movie he uh scorsese and uh dicaprio who produced the film as well uh met with the osage community and they they really valued like their input as far as the story goes mm-hmm. so um it's as much about the um, the tragedy of what happens to the Osage County or community um, as it is to like this sort of uh, story of corruption and uh, greed. And you see, I think like similar to the Irishman in that, like you see sort of like uh, the futility of like the gangster life. And it's not always like this whiz bang, like, right. you know, yeah. it's like more weighted and tragic. You see like a very okay. Scorsese esque, like, rise and fall story but you see in a way it doesn't diminish i think the entertainment value just the um scope and scale and the 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 sadness and also the um uh the tragedy that comes with like people who get so mm. caught up in their own personal greed that they don't see the consequences of their actions and you got me back in well yeah. i'm back in i'll give it a try John, so you, 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 you've not seen over. it you, you no, have... i saw the previous it looks so so sad and 
depressing. And it's dark. dark. I'm like, I don't know why I want to do that for three hours. Yeah. But not, I, I, if it's like kind of like got that vibe of the Irishman, mm-hmm. a little bit of a story like that, I'm, I'll give it a chance. And I'll, I'm going to put these three actors together so we can. Okay. I want to get the best pictures for us. Okay. But uh, best actress, let's say Sandra Hewler. Uh, yeah. Hewler and Anatomy of a Fall. Mm-hmm. Which I saw a trailer looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, Emma Stone, Poor Things, Anatomy of a Fall. What an interesting oh yeah plot. I mean, I want to see this. The trailer yeah, has me in. I really like Anatomy of a Fall. It won the uh, the Palm d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival or Cannes Film Festival. I think it's actually pronounced. Um, which is like the top film. Fe- it's like Best Picture at the Best Film Festival. Is it Cannes or Cannes? Do we know? I think it's Cannes, but I always say Cannes. Everyone says Cannes. I heard both. Yeah, right? I, I think it's actually Cannes. Cannes, though. Yeah. But every time I say Cannes, because it's like a French film festival, I feel like a Yenzer. I'm like, at the Cannes Film Festival. You know, it's just like... It Sign a Cannes. <laughs> one of the best Cannes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really good movie. It's um, it's a murder mystery. It's about a woman uh, who... Uh, her husband falls off of uh, this kind of roof, uh, attic uh, scope, and, and like a window. she did it, maybe, right? And it's unclear if she did or didn't do it. But the film is more kind of preoccupied in uh, not so much like whether or not she did it, but in like kind of like knowing the like ways that people kind of set sort of expectations. And like the in the case of like a story like this, we see like a lot of like, you know, like celebrity kind of bows because they're right, both right. like famous writers. Right. And like the way that like the media or like public perception can Take kind of twist the story and like kind of form their own conclusions before they really see the, the scope of what happens. And Sandra Fuller is great in it. I mean, she, I've, she's an actress, a uh, German actress that she did this uh, film in 2016 that I love called uh, Tony Erdman uh, that was supposed to get an American remake with Jack Nicholson, but I think that fell oh. through. Um, but it's just, uh, she's really great, uh, very natural, but also very uh, emotionally powerful actress. And I think she does some great work in this movie. And, uh, um, Anatomy Falls. So yeah. Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, we'll do that, and then we'll go to, to okay. Emma. So yeah. Uh, Mulligan, this, she, this must be an amazing movie, Cooper. In. Yeah, she uh, she's good. Um, leads. Again, I think uh, ultimately Maestro, I think, is Bradley Cooper's showcase. Uh, I think she's good, but I think of the nominees, she, well, I don't know. She's, I don't think she. Not the strongest. Yeah, I don't think I'd give her the award, but she's good. Okay. How about uh, Emma Stone? Emma Stone, um, Poor Things is, uh, it's such a fun movie. Um, it's like, Basically, a horny version of Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's Wait, basically a horny version. Yeah, a horny version of Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Explain that. Uh, so it's uh, Willem Dafoe uh, reincarnates uh, a woman who, uh, like a twenty-something woman who yeah. uh, was pregnant with a child. Uh, she like um, takes her life, but like he uh, takes the, the corpse just before okay. like the body uh, um, fully out of. The decompress. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, but <laughs> uh, the, he takes the the brain of the baby and puts it into the woman's brain. And so like you're watching like um, Emma Stone kind of like relearning how to like be a person and like kind of taking in life and having a kind of acute perspective of what femininity is in this kind of cyberpunk Victorian right. era. Um, and yeah, it's also with uh, Mark Ruffalo uh, who's in it, and he's like this uh, well-to-do sort of bohemian guy who like thinks he can kind of like live of more like spontaneous life. But like, she just is like, so um, like coming into her own sexually and like overwhelming to him that he just goes insane <laughs> uh, trying to like be in a relationship with her. And it's, uh, it's a really great showcase for Emma Stone. So it's, you like it. It's good. Yeah. She's, I like to see him. <clears throat> I like to see Emma Stone win just because her career. 
Yeah, she's great. It's from, uh, yeah, but she's from like the, you know, Easy Eight or uh, sure, yeah. House Similar. Bunny. You know, all these. Yeah, kind of. All a... of a sudden, she's in Academy Award kind of movies, too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about it, but it's kind of interesting to compare her to like Bradley Cooper in that, like, she was also like, you know, like a super bad and like these supporting comedic right. roles. And then she got in like La La Land, won Oscar, and all like did sudden, The Favorite. Right? And yeah, like she's like doing more uh, uh, dramatic stuff as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see someone grow like that. Yeah. Or just, you know, make those jumps, you know? Right. <clears throat> um, I she's I think she's funny. She yeah, is. she's really good, and she wins. It's well deserved. Oh, I I feel like uh, if of the two, I think I might pick Lily Gladstone just because it's such an intuitive, like very nuanced performance. Yeah, and the the um research that she did to like channel this very like stoic but um emotionally conflicted character is just really really amazing. I would be happy if Emma Stone won. It's really neck and neck between her and Lily Gladstone at the moment. But net betting, no. no uh, it no. doesn't seem like a net betting is going to win. I mean, you know, I I haven't seen a lot of buzz for her. I feel like because right. uh, Jodie Foster is also nominated for that film. It seemed like she has a little bit more uh, for uh, better chance, maybe better chance her for supporting actors. Too, yeah, she's too. really good in that. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's between. I mean, Emma Stone is a flashier performance, so it's very likely that that could win. Mm-hmm. And it's also very good, like I said. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really torn between those two i i feel like my gut says gladstone for who i'd pick but right if emma stone won i'd be more than happy with that all right so let's go to best picture all right good guys and now i'm now some of the we talked already about so we can go to the ones we didn't talk about so here's the nominees for best uh best film best picture of the year american fiction anatomy of a fall barbie the holdovers killers of a flower moon maestro oppenheimer past lives poor things the, the zone of interest. So we talked about the, a lot of these movies because these great actors are in mm-hmm. these movies. That, that's, that's why they're huge movies. Um, Ryan Reynolds gets a supporting role, I think, for, for male supporting role nomination. But anyway, oh, you Barbie. Mean, uh, Barbie, Ryan Barbie you want to talk about? Or Ryan Gosling? Yeah, yeah. I was getting Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yeah, Gosling, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> two Ryans. Uh, Barbie uh, is nominated in Best Picture, which I like. I thought it was a cool movie. And yeah, nice I like it. message, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all that. But... Uh, are you surprised to get an Academy Award? No, just considering that, like, with Barbenheimer and, like, it's, it was such a cultural event. And it is the, you know, the film of 2023 in the sense that it made a billion dollars. Everyone loves it. Um, you know, Pop culture film yeah. of the year. But, like, I mean, it is wild if you, like, think back on it as far as, like, like people are, like, very impassioned about Barbie and, like, how does not get best director, how does not get best actress. And I'm not negating that. I just think it's wild in, like, the respective of, like, people are so impassioned about a Barbie right. at movie, like adaptation. Right. And I think that just speaks to the quality of the film that like, you know, you, you said, you said Barbenheimer. Is that, is that like a thing? Oh, Barbenheimer. Yeah. Well, Barbie and Oppenheimer came out the <laughs> same thought, day. That, it could be a sequel. Oh yeah. To Barbie. They came know. out the same day. Yeah. So Barbie and Oppenheimer came out the, the same day. They were supposed can. to, I think kind of like bump against each other, but like people were so infatuated <laughs> with the kind of yin and yang, like, you know, uh, like the total opposites of sure. it that they made it like a double feature. And so both movies became like super, uh, <laughs> super uh, financially successful because people just went to see him like on date night, like right. Oppenheimer right. for the guy, Barbie for okay. the girl, you I know what I mean? Yeah. Serious movie, fun movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that? We like said, we talked about a lot of these movies, but uh, one of the, the zone of interest. Yeah, What's that all about? about that one. Yeah. yeah, so zone of interest is uh, the new film from Jonathan Glazer, and it's a fascinating film because it's um, it's a World War II movie, 
but it doesn't show the war. It doesn't show uh, really even the um, the Holocaust in the in a direct way, like the concentration camp. You're following um, a family who is living right next to a concentration camp. The father is uh, like one of the high-ranking um, Nazi generals, mm, but you're okay. seeing like in the background or in, like right next to it, you see like the concentration camp gates. You see like the smoke plumbing from the wall. You see like the trains coming back, but you're watching. Uh, in a very sort of observant way, like the complicity or the banality of evil in the sense of like how much do people who are not directly involved in the case, like the mother and the children, like they're not directly involved with this, but how complicit or how like much are they influenced by the extent of evil? It's really fascinating film. I really like it a lot, but it's one of those movies that kind of similar to um, uh, killers of fire moon. It's like, it's hard. Like if someone wants to have like a nice Saturday and like take away their troubles and like enjoy themselves at the movies, it's a hard movie to be like, Oh, zone of interest, you You're know? There. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, you know, a movie so it's about more like if you just want to get into something, you yeah, it's, you it's really, or it's really thoughtful. It's really, really fascinating. It's a movie that I think really unsettled me for like a week or more than a week afterwards. And I think it well deserves a nomination, but it's a harder film to sell to like, you know, Mass someone. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, who do you pick? Who does Will Ashton, if you had a vote, who would you choose as best picture? Um, it's tough because I, I think this year is just really solid. Like it's like all of these films are good in their own way. But I would say for me, it's the holdovers. I think really? it's just a full package. It's okay. super funny. It's heartwarming. It's endearing. It feels like a holiday classic in the making. And the performances are just really solid. And uh, I don't know. I just found myself really endeared by it. And as much I really um, we didn't get to talk about um Past Lives, which I really like. Oh yeah, as well. I'm sorry, I missed that one. Yeah. Um, now, what's that about? Uh, Past Lives is uh, an A24 film. It's from a first-time filmmaker named Celine Song, and it's about um, two. Uh, it's like a decade-spanning film about two, like an uh, Asian man, Asian woman who like have like a will they won't they relationship throughout their <clears> lives, <throat> mm-hmm. and she eventually moves to America and marries a writer, and she becomes a writer as well. But then uh, the guy comes back into her life, and he kind of like explores the tension of like will they get together or like are they destined to be but you know they they it's not like there's trouble in the marriage it's like they're very loving but there's this sort of conflicted sense of like are they soulmates or are they like supposed to be together in another life it's it's really good um it's a smaller film and quieter film than the other films that were nominated but i really like that one as well i don't think it's quite best picture and i really like killers of flower moon and oppenheimer as well i think those are just like why you go to the movies like oppenheimer is a film that just like it's the big full picture. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to win. But for me, holdovers is like the film I find myself. I think I'm going to rewatch and only grow to love more as years go on. Hey, awesome. Will, can I, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Cause I know we're winding down here. So somebody like me and my mm-hmm. wife, we love movies. We actually have a little movie room at our place with, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. You know, the screen and the whole bit you've 50% of these films that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We didn't even, I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Now the big ones I knew. Yeah. yeah. Right. So how does somebody find out? I mean, we have all the streaming mm-hmm. services, social media. I think we're hip with things. Like, where do they promote these films? Um, or it's how can I get more in tune with some of these lesser known films that are up for Academy Awards? Um. Well, the uh, brand part of me wants to plug my podcast, Cinemaholics. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I do a weekly podcast with a man from California named Cinemaholics. Okay. Uh, we just do weekly reviews, kind of like a Siskel and Ebert kind of thing. We just talk about right. movies and just back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I will say uh, a less professional setup than this one. This is like the most professional podcast setup I've ever been a part of. Because us is just well, like, you can thank our producer, yeah, yeah. Jim. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a little bit more, um, you know, because we're like you know, uh, cross country. But, sure. But uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. I think we uh, really just kind of so, dive so deep into podcasts. The, yeah. I mean, do um, they promote these? Like even yeah, a I mean, swimming film. I never heard of that, and I love it. I stumbled on that. Uh, how did you stumble? Oh, on I it? just happened to watch uh, a, a trailer. Well, how I'm finding these movies. Most of them for me, and I I go to the movie theater every once in a while. But you know, my girlfriend likes going to the movie theater. But um, so I want to go. I haven't gone, but I'm going to get back <laughs> in the movie theater since since uh, you know our COVID thing and all that. Yeah. So so I'm get back into it again. But mo- I've got used. To, I've gotten used to just looking on demand, looking on Netflix, mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing what's new out every Tuesday. Okay. You get a new movie every Tuesday. Yeah. Get new movies. Yeah, and just. Checking one out, saying, that looks kind of interesting. Maybe I'll watch that. And, yeah. And then I don't even think of it as becoming an Academy Award. Like, I didn't think. I, then look it back right. and go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she did deserve a nomination. Sure, yeah. She mm-hmm. was really great in that, in that mm-hmm. or Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. Just kind of stumbled on them. I'm really not, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, there's always, you know, Rod Tomatoes, which is just a critic site that tells you, like, all the, you know, aggregate right, scores right. of, like, good or bad films coming out. Uh, locally though, uh, there's a site that I've been following that's helped me called Pittsburgh Cinema Planner. Okay. Um, and you just sign up for it. it's like a weekly email thing, and they'll tell you locally like when certain movies and the, like tracks. I think okay. all the ones that because uh, cool. I also work at the um, with the Culture Trust, the Harris Theater. We show a lot of cool indie stuff. Like we showed Past Lives, we showed Anatomy of a Fall. Uh, kind of these smaller movies that are getting acclaimed now. That's you great. Can, yeah, but it's kind of cool that these movies that are getting acclaimed. Yeah, or, yeah, or absolutely. People are I finding the these movies. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. so now, I think, because of social media and the internet. I think more so now in the streaming than ever. I think you're getting a lot of these movies mm-hmm. who never gotten. Yeah. This kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Publicity yeah. or, or notoriety. It's kind of cool. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think mean, you were even uh, alluding to this earlier, but I think like now, especially like people with streaming platforms and social media and what have right, you right. have more access to these smaller or more kind of under the radar movies than they ever had before. And that's yeah. pretty amazing. You know, like you can just yeah, like, it is true. it's at our fingertips. Right. Yeah. That's why we, yep. that's what we want. We like, need you on the show. Wills is, right. They can help us guide well, us here, buddy. You're, uh, you're on, you're in. <laughs> oh, I was at, uh, I went the way my buddies I grew up with, uh, went away to this, uh, treasure Lake, my buddy's place. And you know, my boys who grew up with and my buddy, Jeff, he wouldn't stop talking about Godzilla. Oh, minus, minus one? one. Yeah. Godzilla he was, minus one. Oh my God. He was so passionate. It's so good. Yeah. It is. It's really okay, good. Okay. Cause Jeff was like, cause we had a, you know, a few, few um, pops in us. Yeah. You know, we were, and he's like, you gotta see, he couldn't stop. We're oh. le- I'm leaving. We're going to see you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, promise you. I said, okay, man, I'm going to see this Godzilla. He said it's got a plot. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's after World War II. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> It's kind of similar, yeah, like uh, you know how Skyfall, the James Bond movie, was yeah, like yeah. it was like a new James Bond film, but it was also like a like an anniversary kind right, of thing. Yeah, right. It's like this for Godzilla in the sense of like <laughs> this is the sixtieth anniversary, seventieth okay. anniversary of Godzilla, and it's a seventieth. It, it takes place in <laughs> Godzilla's uh, been around. never na- never nominated. Godzilla. Right. <laughs> yeah. He never, yeah. He yeah. got snubbed this year, I think. But um, shout out. Yeah. This takes place in nineteen fifty four. You know, kind of near the tail end of the uh, second world war. And uh, it's basically like either you can call it like 
Jaws with Godzilla or Hunt yeah. for the Red October with Jaws. And that's very character focused. You follow uh, a failed kamikaze pilot who uh, couldn't really, you know, perform, you know, uh, for his country. And he feels like this weight, not only from internal guilt, but like from his country about not being able to perform. Right. And as this happens, Godzilla, who's actually, you know, like mean and big again and like, you know, not like friendly Godzilla that, you know, comes and saves a day from, um, you know, Gamera, you know, destroying yes, the planet. Yes, you would not be a popular person uh, if you failed kamikaze pilot. Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. went into a bar, and what do you do? Well, failed it's like kamikaze that, uh, pilot. It's like that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Do you ever see that? <laughs> tell, tell. <laughs> oh, there's, um, there's like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where... Um, Larry and uh, his wife are like talking to like this grandson of a failed kamikaze pilot. And like, he's like the wheels are spinning in his head, but he doesn't want to say anything. But eventually he's just like, well, if he was a kamikaze pilot, wouldn't he be dead? And he's like, well, I mean, he didn't. And he like asked like, yes, you know, very Larry David. Uh, It's a great episode. If you ever get a chance, check (laughs) it out. So there you go. So, all right. So I have to, no, wait, I can't get, I'm looking everywhere for, Godzilla minus one. Why can't I get it? Oh, it should be. Um, is I know it on it's, demand now. I think it's on demand. I think it's still in theaters. It's, oh, that's uh, why. Maybe they didn't put it in on demand. Yeah. Huh? But yeah, that's a fascinating film because it was Aaron. Uh, in the U.S., it was only supposed to go to I think one theater, and really? then and then they changed their mind because it was getting a lot of good buzz. Yeah. And they put it in theaters, and it's like the third highest international film. Like it's the highest third highest grossing international film in the U.S. It's supposed to be phenomenal. It's really good. Uh, it's really good. We gotta see it. All right, I'm yeah. all in. We'll see. It watching your let's movie, go together. Movie theater. Crack open a beer. All right, what's up when you're doing your movie theater? You said we we could do it. We could do it in our little. Yeah, oh, yeah. There you go. I wanted to see. Uh, I had some friends together that. Uh, yeah. They were wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. The uh, story of the wrestlers. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, oh, Iron Claw. Claw. Yeah, the yeah, Iron, Iron Claw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they the, the guys got sick, so it, it's going to be streaming. I think in a week. Yeah, yeah. And we're having an Iron Claw get together in the Vento uh, That's nice. theater room. Iron Claw it's a good one. Yeah, I, I like. Oh, movie. you've seen yeah, the great yeah. movie. Of course, you've seen everything. <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, yeah, that one's. Um, it's like a Greek tragedy in Americana style, where yeah. it's like it's like almost like a you know like Othelian kind of film, but it's like following you know wrestlers in the 70s it's, yeah. it's no good. one no one could stump will on movies he's seen every even porn movies he's seen everything <laughs> hey name it he's seen them sure yeah I'm kidding <laughs> his dad just fell over no right. man <laughs> yeah no. when just you say kidding. that can, before we go can i tell you something really funny sure okay. i was dating uh this was years ago <laughs> okay someone that was way too young for me yeah and I took her to see Gino Vanelli. As you know, I'm friends with Gino and his gang. And he's the coolest. He, Gino Come is, on. right? The so man after, has incredible chest hair. He yeah. actually should moose it. Well, right and, now, and, and, um, uh, and an incredible voice. Yeah, so great after the show, the guys in the band said, hey, John, bring your date and meet us for a drink at the William Penn. Sure. You know? and so we meet them after the show, and we're sitting down with the band. Gino was not there yet, thank God. So the uh, Jay Bird Coder, the guitar player for Gino Vanelli, turns to my date and he says, "So, what did you think of the show?" Mm-hmm. She says, "It was great." She said, "Did anyone ever tell you your music sounds like porn music?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is the compliment every musician <laughs> right? Get. And yeah. Jay replied. Right? I don't know what kind of porn movies you watch, but I'd like to see them. Sure. Right? I mean, yeah. this is 
some of the greatest music in the world. And I'm like, got my hands like this, and I'm like, oh, shit. Horn soundtrack. And then he turned to me and said, thank God Gino didn't hear that. Wow. Gino may have agreed. You never know. Never know. I don't think he would have. I just Anyhow. Will, you're great, man. I got to meet Gino one day. Yeah, well, next time, well, we could have done that last time. He was just here. and uh, I got to meet him. He was here in the fall, and when they come back, we'll... I'm all in. We get to, we spend time with them every time they come into town. Saw him uh, as a kid, man. He's, he he sounds actually better today than he probably did when he, he's just brilliant. brilliant. Anyhow. On uh, February uh, 17th, if you're in the Indiana PA uh, area, come by the Indiana Theater, I'll do the the show and I will do Gino, I'll do my Gino. What's this billboard thing though? I'll unbutton my shirt and get, I I could give you some of my chest hair, but Jim, I drove here today for the podcast. I know. And I see a giant billboard billboards around here. I don't know. On Route 28, Etna Comedy Night. Yeah, what's the date of that, Jim? Make you drive, I don't have it yet. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I have to look at my, my agent tells me. Drive down 28. Look. Drive off the Road and take a breath or something. So, oh my God, this is scaring me or something. There you are. It was an <laughs> omen. Yeah. So the face go. Oh my God. Then you pull over, take a breath. All right. And well, we have to say, uh, Huntington Bank. Uh, Shelly. Shelly. Thanks for oh, listening, yeah. Shelly. For lunch. We're going to have lunch with lunch. her soon. Yes. We for can't her wait. birthday present with Jim Cren. And, and I thank everyone for listening out there. We really appreciate it. Will, thanks for coming out. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Will That's Ashton. Awesome. Yeah. Will Ashton. And Will, get, plug your podcast for Oh, quick. yeah. Uh, Cinemaholics. Uh, you can find it wherever you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, where have you. So, yeah, check it out if you want. Jim Petolsky, uh, John Bento, Thanks, JP. myself, Jim Cren, no restrictions.